What is up, my friends? I've got another free view of the Lost Zane recordings. This one in particular, uh, July twenty, bu- 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 July twenty eighth, twenty sixteen. It was uh, I was having a discussion with Julius about an upcoming interview I have later in the show with Ted Nugent. So I get this long. Uh, I tell a lot of uh, stories about my interactions with him over the years, and then I turn. To one Tyler Doan. And this was the moment that I came to the realization that there may be a a tendency for Tyler to put things into his body that might make him say things funny. I'll just leave it at that. That might make the thought process a bit of a challenge. I thought it was totally stoned after this moment. I can't prove that. It just sounded that way. You be the judge. Because late in the episode, or eight, uh, late, in, eight, late in the segment that I'm going to share for you, Tyler uh, pontificates one, well, it was all one word slurred together. He wanted to say Motor City Madman. But it came out, and it was awesome. That's featured in this free view of the Lost Zane recordings. The full show available on Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. I released two Lost Zane recordings episodes from WBBL a week, Mondays and Fridays. Check them out. They're a lot of fun. Five or ten bucks a month for the Patreon. Okay? Five bucks a month is all the audio. Ten bucks a month is all the audio, the video, and the live streams for like the uh, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, stuff like that. Okay. Enjoy this. Bye-bye. And welcome in to the Eric Zane Show. Ah, the days running together. We're doing this in the Mavestead.com bankruptcy studios. Welcome in to show number 78. Uh, hot again today. Temps in the upper 80s. And oh, so much to talk about. You know, you sit here and you, as you plan a radio show, you're, you're coming up with the interesting topics, the things people want to know. We had I had taped an interview yesterday with Ted Nugent, so that's kind of been bubbling under. A lot of people are anticipating that, and uh, and then uh, you know things develop in just little hallway conversations about uh, the drama going on in people's lives in and around this show. Julius, myself, Don, uh, the other radio stations, and that kind of. Uh, well, that'll kind of shape a lot of things today because there was just some comments. Um, various bits of dog drama, of all things. That's also part of it that uh, we'll cover as we do this. Uh, again, getting started, we welcome in Julius. How are you, buddy? Good, good. Okay. Already a fun day. It is already a fun day. And it, uh, it's, it's steeped in some seriously hilarious conversations and some drama. And uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. There's dr- drama with your dog. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's drama with, well, I think in a way it's my dog. 
It has to be with my dog, right? I'm hoping you got it from a dog. <laughs> that yeah. sounded weird. Yeah, there is a, there is something that is affecting our home right now, and it may have come from the dog, or dogs, or cats. I don't know, but all I know is it's really rattled me to my core and unnerved me. Tyler Doan, welcome in, buddy. How are you? I'm doing very well, Eric. How are you? <laughs> there was, I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> I can't either. No, there was a dialogue on Twitter that it's impossible to say anything terrible to you. Well, maybe Julius, and then feel good about yourself after. And uh, <laughs> it's almost like comments can be made about Doan, and then you, you're, you're like real proud of yourself, and then you realize that you've it's the equivalent of like throwing a puppy down the steps. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, don't. I wouldn't I, throw a puppy down the steps. Don't's yeah, a different story. You, you, maybe you would throw don't. Don't is extreme. Was extremely stoked about um, one of his Republican blood brothers uh, <laughs> when he was informed that uh, Ted Nugent would be joining us on the show today, and uh, and he, he, I think you in all caps, he tweeted like, "My life is now complete," or something <laughs> like that when he had learned. Something to the, about Nugent being on the show. And uh, so I go, oh, God, of course. I mean, this is, he also tweeted a picture out during the day yesterday of all of his Reagan books, okay? <laughs> First of all, it started with Don't, a tweet of a, a, a Reagan film from way back in the day. What was the name of the film you were going to uh, cozy up to and watch yesterday? What was it called? Hellcats in the Navy. Okay. It's actually Hellcats of the Navy. Hellcats of the Navy or in the Navy, Don. Is it of? Of. You should probably. Jump I figured you would know that. I mean, you're going to. Yeah, you will throw yourself down the steps if you, <laughs> if you, Mr. Ronald Reagan himself, Reagan's biggest fan. You're, you're like that character, uh, Don, in the film Misery uh, that Kathy Bates plays when she finds the uh, the author of the books. And then, uh, you know, hobbles him. And because she she's the biggest fan, if Ronald Reagan were alive today, you may kidnap him. Because then he posts that he's doing that. And then uh, Julius says, how about some light reading after? And the title of the book that Julius took a picture of or, or posted uh, a picture to was something about the legacy of Reagan ruined by Iran-Contra or something like that. It was some really sinister type of uh, explanation of how this uh, no doubt uh, jaded author posted or wrote <laughs> about Ronald Reagan and his tenure. And then uh, Doan then took a picture of all of his Reagan books. I mean, he really is. He has like a a, a, a president's library worth of books about Reagan. The Iranian Contra book was missing, though. No, it wasn't in there. It wasn't in that in that stack. Don't and just so that you have a, a well-rounded knowledge of President Reagan, would it uh, would it be a good idea? Do you think to uh, to to brush up on everything in his life, including Iran Contra? He did not break any laws. <laughs> <laughs> Does the name Oliver North mean anything? Have you ever heard that name? I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. At least he's heard it. So he seems to uh, he seems to have boned up Julius on uh, on everything. I don't I don't want him to get into it because he's dead serious right now. But I just you know. don't like when people like uh, what's the word DFI people without looking at their faults. Like there there are people I like, but I can look at their faults. And you can... like I like Bill Clinton a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, but did he get some stuff in the Oval Office? Yes, he did. Did he possibly screw up with NAFTA? Yes, he probably did. Do you think he killed Ken Foster? 
I, that I don't know about. Have you ever read up about that? I, that? I missed that part. Read about the Ken Foster debacle. How he turned up dead. And uh, there's actually footage of, Ray, of, of, of Bill Clinton walking into Foster's uh, funeral. And there's a camera on him, and he's cracking up. He's going, hey, hey. And he's like, he's, he's like joshing with the reporter or something. I got him good. And then he looks to his left, and he sees the cameras on him, and he immediately goes, <laughs> he's acting like he's really broken up. It was. Is it Vince Foster? Vince Foster, pardon me. Ken Foster is my old neighbor, I think. <laughs> Vince Foster was the guy. Yeah, I clearly know everything there is to know about this. I'm basing my. Uh, um, claim or or what I'm saying basically on just what I had heard. <laughs> it's never is it steeped in any type of you know fact, but uh, or you know jaded <laughs> jaded thought processes is how that is is how that goes. So yeah, later on Ted Nugent, I'll ask him several questions, and it's interesting. Um, first of all, the, some of the things I, I ask him. One of the things in particular is, is uh, Ted, is it oh should we legalize marijuana? And wait, and, and I'm wait to hear his answer. Also, um, a lot of your songs I asked him uh, have a, a lot of references to booze and getting high, and you know that's what, what's going on there because he's always been I'm I'm drug free I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm, uh, I'm alcohol free now, right? So, you used to not be, right? Not or, true. No, I'm asking. I don't know. No, no, no. He uh, no, he's been uh, well dry is. He hasn't drank in excess or smoked, so. But I'll, I'll give you his entire explanation. We'll give you his entire explanation. But um, also, when this was all getting started, it was booked for um, twelve twelve thirty, mm. and I, I Julia said, "Hey, I got to fly out of here and run a couple errands. I'll be back at twelve fifteen, and we'll be all set for the interview." And I said, "No problem, man. That sounds good." So then I'm sitting there at my desk, literally writing questions mm-hmm. for the interview, and my phone rings, and it's a 517 area code, and that's I know who that is. That's Linda Peterson, who books him. And so I pick it up, I go, hey, Linda. And she goes, um, can you do it right now? And I go, ah, well, I'm down a man. My partner's not here. And she says, well, can you do it without him? I go, well, what's up? She says, well, he wants to, Ted wants to get on an airplane, He's things developed uh, quicker than he thought, or whatever, and he has to take off to some location or whatever. I don't know. Go kill a zebra, <laughs> or or go slaughter a rhino. I I have no idea. I go, yeah, I, I okay. So now Ted is always notorious for when he's prepping an, an interview. He always gets the names of the people mm-hmm. that he's talking to and makes them always sound like he's known you forever, right? And that's one of the I like one of the things I like about him when I talk talk to him. Also, that he's never ever boring. Say what you will about the politics, I don't agree with everything Ted says, but Ted will never ever bore you. And that's why I'm having him on because he's interesting and he's going to be appearing in town uh, in in Kalamazoo actually uh, for a concert at the end of August at the State Theater. But uh, I pick up the phone and I'm like, "Hey, Ted Nugent," and uh, he. Um, he thinks that Julius is on the interview. Colin. All right, just a little uh, programming note. Julius uh, is uh, out to lunch. but well, uh, Julius, <laughs> which is you and him. You, Eric, you and I is the, all the world needs. 
<laughs> yeah, Julius isn't here, Ted. All right, just a little uh, programming note. Julius uh, is uh, out to lunch, but well, uh, <laughs> Julius, which is you and you, Eric, you and I is the all the world needs. <laughs> Ted Nugent told me to go ask myself. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but, well, uh, <laughs> Julius. <laughs> Now, when I'm doing this interview, well, uh, Julius, I'm, uh, I'm in, this is the main control room, and I take my interview, this is the interview, the, the, the studio that we broadcast to the world in is the same studio that we take these interviews, and I'm telling you, I have, I've never gotten over the fact that one time I was taping an interview, and it was going out on the radio, and I'm saying F this, F that, I almost got fired for it, it was a bad deal. Since that day, I'm never, ever comfortable I'm always afraid it's going out over mm. the air, so... You're like, oh, dump it just in case. <laughs> I, I said to Matt Hahn, who was the new producer of The Huge Show, I go, Hahn, i got to do this interview where you set up the board. Yeah, sure. And he does it for me. I don't know how to do it. And uh, I was just scared to death that this went on the radio over, like, you know, uh, Dan Patrick's show. Well, uh, Julius... <laughs> can you imagine... <laughs> If they're sitting there talking about whatever they're talking about in their show, and then out of left field, you hear, well, Julius. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Julius. Laura was worried about the Ted Nugent interview. She thought I was going to say something stupid. It's like it's going to go viral or something. You're going to say something. He's going to get so pissed off at you. I was like, huh? That's not, you can't piss him off. He, uh, well, I guess you could, but, um. He's used to being taken to task yeah. on everything he says. And I didn't do a lot of that. I didn't. That wasn't my goal. I was just interested in what he thought about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he's, he's a big Trump supporter, as you would expect. He has. Uh, no, I thought he was uh, for Hillary this time. <laughs> oh, boy, does he hate her. <laughs> he's hated her forever. The, the thing that gets me is that one time when he told told them to Hillary and Obama to put their mouth around his gun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. How how would that play if it they would if people on the left would have said that about Bush? I have a feeling it wouldn't have gone over well. Hell, the Dixie Chicks got so much crap when they said uh, well, Ted we had, embarrassed. He has said that those things and he has uh had to um he's ha- he's had explain. Things, things happen to him in fact Whenever Ted has gone, gotten in the weeds, he's had people cancel he gets concerts. Visit. He gets he, a visit sometimes, Secret, too. Secret Service visits him. He, um, he is, you know, very emotional. And when he spouts off, he uh, sometimes he's, it's, he's hypocritical. He was really hypocritical of Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine because De La Roca went after, I believe, uh, the Obama administration and said that he, the president, should be hung in this order. Hung, tried, and shot. That's what De La Roca said. Hung, tried, and shot. Well, you know, in whatever order. Seems like well, that. Nugent responded, you know, he said, that is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> like, two years earlier, Nugent, on stage, loaded up a his bow and fired an arrow into the, a face, a, a picture of Jennifer Granholm. And it like, it was on stage and it hit her like right between the eyes. So he has a hell of a shot. I'll give him that. He's very, he's very accurate with the bow. So, you know, I know I didn't bring that up, but, um, because we talked about so many other things and, and you could talk, he could talk for 
35 minutes mm-hmm. an hour without even taking a breath. He's actually gotten better at that. Before, it was just you couldn't even get a word in. But now it's he seems to have mellowed a little bit, so it's easier to talk. Understands how interviews go? It's like, easier to like talk to him. Yes. He's given me a chance to reset, promote what he's doing. But... Uh, yeah, he has. He has. You know, he obviously says a lot. He used to do a radio show in Detroit. Really? And what had happened was there was a station called The Bear on one hundred two seven or something like that, and um, they put Ted on in the morning. Oh boy! Do you remember? Did you ever heard of Screaming Scott? Screaming Scott in Detroit on WRIF. He's been there forever. Well, no. prior to that, maybe no, no, it wasn't Screaming Scott. It was uh, Steve Black, I think. Steve, yeah, Black yeah, yeah. Steve Black, I know. Steve Black. His, uh, uh, his wife died. Yeah, so it was tragic. I was. Passed away. She was a radio person, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, very talented. I actually knew about her before Steve Black. So yeah. I was very... Um, Black used to host a show with Ted. Oh. And so, now, now it was kind of just, hey, this is 1027 The Bear, the Ted Nugent Show. Boom. Ted's off and running mm-hmm. doing his thing. The problem with that is... Um, and it became evident that you can only go to the well that Ted is excels at politics, guns, hunting, um, so much. Yeah, twenty-five minute interview. Yeah, absolutely. Four hours, five days a week. How many days a year? It's tough. Let's play some more music. <laughs> and he was on in an era where Ted was fighting against Drew and Mike and Howard Stern in Detroit. It's a tough go. It is a tough go. Uh, so it went for a, a while. I, I doubt Ted thought it was going to be, he's going to be on the radio forever. So he had a, a good enough, run, strong enough run, and then boom, out. I mean, at the end of the day, Ted Nugent's an amazing guitar player and has sold more than 30 million albums. So that's what got him to the party in the first place. So, And, uh, you know, speaking his mind and uh, all the uh, conservation things, things like that, uh, we mentioned Alan Bobbs in the interview. He loves Alan Bobbs. No way. Really? Yes. He knows Alan Bobbs. Al, absolutely. Wow. So um, that's, a, that's a pretty good plug for Alan Bobbs. It is. And I, I reached out to Scott DeVries from Alan Bobbs. I go, you're going to love this, man. He loves you. you. You guys can get together and talk about cheek meat. How, how does he say it? Does he say anything good in there? I brought it up. Um, about, you know, just uh, that, trying that to around you. here. There. No, I didn't get, get that in depth. I just brought up how here that that is the place for the for the hunter and the fisherman. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's I, a big fisherman, right? Ted does fish. Did yeah. you, tell, did you tell me how he got a hook stuck I in did, your I, the We didn't get time. that far. No. You know, I, 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 there's about a billion and one things, but I was trying to make it not about me for once and kind of just let him uh, showcase his uh, whatever it is he wants to talk about. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I could have. People said right away, "Did you do your Nugent impression with him?" I was like, "I don't want to. I don't want to do that. It'd probably make him feel weird if I'm sitting there going, well, let me tell you something, Eric Zane. I do the big shimmy shimmy coca pop, not stop boogie pop, bop 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 bam bam boogie boogie baby." Could have been like, "Hey, Nuge, Nuge, I do a really good Ted Nugent impression. <laughs> yeah, that would, you want to hear be terrible. it? You want to hear it? The backstraps of freedom will <laughs> proliferate in the spirit of the wild with a full brutal Nugenty." <laughs> Don, uh, I don't know what it is with Don. He's got a very serious look to his face. Uh, well, what? Well, yes, yes, young man. The Motor City Man Man. Did you just call him Motor City Man Man? <laughs> Don, I, I, did you take some some uh, some some uh, Rufalon before you? I, I I don't know what it is about you. Some degree of slurring going on. Perhaps some pie-eyed look. Mo shitty madman. <laughs> 
Don't you feel good? I feel great. Okay. All right. Uh, so that is uh, in yeah, a little over an hour. We'll get to Ted. There is drama in the Julius household. There is drama in the Eric Zane household regarding our pets. Don't you have dogs? Cats? Is there any drama in your household? We have a cat. Okay, but not, you don't have anything crazy going on because Julius and I have something we need to discuss. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to them all in the next segment. <laughs> but rest assured, things are not great right now. We'll try to get to the bottom of these problems as the show develops. And a lot of people would love to listen to this show that uh, may have listened to me on my old show. And, you know, they're, they're just not aware that we're on the air here. We'd love to think that everybody's just hanging on, waiting for the next big Eric Zane thing or the next big Julius thing, but they just don't know. Please do us a favor. Help out. Tell your friends that the Eric Zane shows on 107.3 WBBL. That's it. The free view of the lost Zane recordings. If you want more, go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Till next time, thank you for the time.